0: Hello, gaming humans, and welcome to the second episode of Go Game Together, our monthly podcast where we talk about playing fun stuff with friends. I am your co-host, Matt Cooper, joined by my wife and adventure buddy, Lauren Perigini.
1: Hi!
0: (laughs) In the first segment of this episode of Go Game Together, uh, we're going to talk about our experience playing The Forest for PS4, Uh, In the second segment on must-play co-op games, we're going to talk about uh, a game that it seems a lot of people missed last year uh, called Remnant from the Ashes. And for the final segment, we're going to be discussing the Jackbox Party Pack games, or specifically Quiplash. Lauren truly believes that people have not heard of this.
1: Quiplash, just Quiplash.
0: Only Quiplash? Yeah. Okay, we're only going to be talking about qui- Are you? Do- are you doing that so you can like milk the other ones in future weeks? Yes, something? of
1: course. <laughs> oh my God,
0: those board game people were so excited that you were going to talk about more board games and you're just crushing your dreams.
1: this is like other, like board game people love this game, so.
0: All right, and she thinks they haven't heard of it. All right, well, um, we're just going to jump right into our first segment about what we've been playing recently, The Forest. Um, so I'm going to give a little bit of background um, in case anybody hasn't really heard of the game or doesn't know anything about it. And then we'll talk about our experience playing it. Um, The Forest is survival horror um, developed by End Night Games. Um, And if you're immediately turned off because I said survival horror, stay with me for a little bit because it's not completely true. Um, When the game is played normally, it's first-person survival horror. Uh, You crash land on a remote peninsula and a mysterious native person covered in red paint steals your son, and you proceed to build things and survive while trying to figure out where he took your son um, and figure out some of the other mysteries on the peninsula. Now, if you're really sensitive to even the slightest of spoilers... Um, and this already sounds kind of intriguing. I actually recommend just turning off the podcast, going and checking out the game. I'm not going to spoil anything. Like, we're not going to spoil anything. Like, for real, in this discussion. Um, but the game does have a story, and there's something to be said for going into it completely blind. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, but we are going to talk a bit about the game. So, if that's going to be a turn off, you know, you've been warned. Um, so yeah, very minor spoilers ahead. So. You quickly realize that you're not alone on the peninsula. You encounter cannibal tribes. And I mean like immediately within the first few minutes, you encounter cannibal tribes that will attack you with increasing frequency the more days that you survive. Um, so it starts out at first where they're kind of like testing you a little bit. Like one of them will run at you and you'll see two more in the distance just kind of watching you. Um, and as the game progresses, they attack you more and more and in larger numbers. And you get to build defenses and things against them. But you can also keep be, be kind of nomadic and keep moving. Um, And you start to find some like weird, creepy stuff that's going on, giving you some hints about like what's happening on the peninsula and where they took your son. And when we first played the game, that's how we played the game. Um, Lauren, what were your thoughts on that first day when we played The Forest and that was our experience playing it? How did you feel about it?
1: It was very stressful, but also just I was annoyed and frustrated. (laughs) Um, I think (laughs) I came into the game thinking like, so they have different levels, right? They have like uh, levels of difficulty. So they have normal, which is what we played on, but then they had even harder difficulties. So we like
0: multiple levels of yeah.
1: Harder so we started off on normal, thinking you know we're pretty efficient in playing games and, like, pretty Mm. good at games. Um,
0: But you can play with a large group, so maybe that's why it's scaled. You can play with up to eight, I believe, even on console. I couldn't
1: imagine playing that by yourself like that. Um, So we had played just starting off at normal. Um, You – I think I kind of went in blind. You researched a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I watched the reviews. And all I knew is that um, it was – Kind of Minecrafty, but also kind of horror games. And we've played, like, zombie games, things like that. Right. Um, and we've definitely been able to handle it on normal to harder difficulties. And I don't think, like, I'm not really that scared when it comes to those kind of things. But I have never been frustrated when something's attacking me. Um and from the beginning, like the first day, the first day in the game, um, not being able to handle like learning the the system because
0: yeah, you can't pause at all either. So yeah. if you're looking through like your manual on how to craft, you like craft things in the game, both for your base and like for your person, and yeah, yeah you and you're they just. Attack.
1: Come after you, and if you don't have a basic weapon, you haven't learned how to build a basic weapon. And you the weapons learned. feel kind
0: of useless. Like, it takes a lot of stabs yeah. with that basic spear to kill one of those things. Yeah. And at like, one point, stabs.
1: I was left out on my own. <laughs> and mm. I had a basic weapon. Didn't really have any armor. Um, we separated so that you can learn some of the systems, and I could. You have. You're hungry and you're thirsty. There's Constantly, like there's yeah. like meters. So I was like, oh, I'll go out hunting and bring us bring us in a, a meal. And I was for like dinner. building like
0: a shelter so they couldn't like attack us anymore. Like I was cutting down trees and stuff.
1: Yeah. And they and, didn't like that. Yeah. They didn't <laughs> they like that you had a shelter, so they were coming after you. It got dark while I was hunting, and they started coming after me, and I wasn't prepared. So I died because um, I was trying to run away from them, which you can't run away from yeah, them. Yeah, they move really quick. Um, And then it,
0: like, leaves your stuff, like, in a pack, and you respawn with kind of nothing, and you got to get back to your pack and get your stuff back.
1: Yeah. yeah so I – there were just multiple times. So when – When I died, right, so I ended up back in the plane. Um, Like as if you're like another
0: passenger almost. It's like a weird Um,
1: thing. Actually, you do get a different skin. Yeah. But the weird thing was, so if you're obsessed with skins and having your player, it's first person. But like
0: when you're playing co-op, you can see the other, obviously.
1: Yeah. So you wouldn't even get to notice. At at some point in the game, um, you could pick up other outfits and... I guess, like, people really are into, like, picking up the different outfits from the suitcases, things like that, but you can't even see yourself. You Mm. only can see the other people you're playing with, so you don't even know what that outfit looks like that you just picked up. You just see, like, your arms when you look at your own arms. Um, But, yeah, so... You start over again when you die, and you have to go get your stuff from this backpack.
0: And you're immediately getting attacked again when you respawn. Right. And,
1: and we don't actually know like, if you die twice while you're trying to go get your right, backpack. Right, we haven't actually had have
0: that happen, right? Yeah, if we you always lose it.
1: it yeah. But um, if you die, your partner can revive you, but we were so far apart that— yeah, it's got to be pretty quick. Yeah. yeah, there's a timer, and then— um, And I'm
0: getting attacked, too, so if I go all the way over to go get her, I'll probably be dead by the I
1: go you know? back to find you, and— I don't even want to go in your house because the... Cannibals are attacking you, and Trying I tried. To house, I tried yeah. to get back in, and I opened the door, and then one followed me in there. Mm. So I probably making it can worse. get kind of
0: glitchy too. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's not super tight. You know, control. There's a couple other things like that gameplay that were a little bit annoying too. Like the game is the dark parts of the game are way too dark. They put like a cinematic filter on it, and it's like eye strainingly dark. Like the whole time we were playing, anytime it's nighttime, like you have a little lighter that you take out, but it's like very very dark, and there are caves you can go in that are ridiculously dark to the point where like there's nothing you can do to adjust this on brightness settings because it's just how they did the gamma curve so it's like really dark and i've seen i when i was watching reviews i saw people playing on pc and like had mods just to fix that which as a development team you kind of shouldn't if you start seeing people installing mods on pc so that they can see you might want to make some changes (laughs) it's it's not a good thing Uh, so obviously i was playing on ps4 we're stuck with it in that default curve and we're playing on like you know computer monitors that are that are fine they're they're very bright and it's just still impossible to see that the detail the brightest wasn't bright enough right yeah and you're just getting mowed down by these things that you can't even clearly see coming at you but yeah
1: yeah so I mean here's the thing we've played like Dying Light um games with just zombies in general and I feel like those games had a progression where you learn the system um they don't just hand you like a book of blueprints and say here figure this out um which we would be fine doing except as soon as you start the game um there's a chance that one of these things is going to come at you and You don't even really know, like, how to build a campfire yet. You're starving and you're, like, thirsty right away. So you have to go figure out how to either eat berries, which is a one-time, just eat your berries. Um, Hunt an animal, which you have to figure out how to get a weapon. You're thirsty, but you don't know whether or not, like... The water is safe to drink, like or
0: what happens when you yeah. drink it anyway? Because your character gives there's like an ugh, like I'm hurt, but then you're like, what? are there long term effects? I mean, it, yeah, it, the game pushes you to go read a wiki, basically. Like it, it, as you're playing it, you're like, there are so many things I don't understand that it is very tempting to just open up an internet browser and stuff. Yeah. And that's like not really good either. You don't really want the game to do that because you're going to encounter spoilers. Or you're going to, you know,
1: right? And and the plane has. Like a bunch of sodas and booze. Yeah, there's and soda
0: everywhere yeah. on this island.
1: <laughs> we found We're one area that. where the, it was, we called it Soda Land. and You
0: could put like markers down too. So we put on like a red Coca-Cola colored marker. <laughs> like that's Soda Land over there.
1: It just, they had a bunch of suitcases that constantly responding sodas. So mm-hmm. we just remembered that that. soda land.
0: Because it is one of the easiest ways to take water with you because otherwise you'd have to craft like a flask to put water in and then you have to learn how to clean the water properly, like boil it, which requires tools too. So it's like easier to just find soda early on and like snack bars.
1: Oh yeah, the snacks. And then then
0: once we figured out how to do like the dried meat, you make like jerky by hanging it on posts and stuff. Like once you figure out how to do that stuff, there are better ways, but early on you end up with a lot of soda and snacks in your backpack.
1: So yeah, I didn't like that there was no like progression um to this is how you learn things without anyone attacking you and then it gets a little bit harder because it is like open world basically where they don't really know it's a
0: large environment
1: yeah like where you're gonna go there's really no direction so there's no way for the game to I mean, I guess based on time, they could be like, oh, you just, you know, you're in your first half hour, hour of the game. So don't
0: send these really heavy-duty right. guys at them or something. But that's about it, yeah. Because you counter caves, too, and you find those in a random order. And where the plane crashes on the island is also randomly selected. There's like, I don't know, ten choices or wherever you can land. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's a lot of random generation happening with that, for sure.
1: And I remember at one point during the first or second day of us playing this um, in the, in the game that we would just see these random monsters, like cannibals, um, that we were like, this guy's huge. Like, what is he going to do to us? And you don't even know, like, how you should be fighting these guys. Or if because, you should be. Yeah. yeah. Like, they just look crazy. And you still got
0: the same spear you made on the first day. So you're like, right. there's got to be better weapons than this, but I can't make any. You, <laughs>
1: you died before, and now you don't know if this is going to be, like, a one-hit kill or, right. like, there's no way to really research them without... You know, without going online, which right. we didn't really want to do. Um, so, I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to say about the first day before no. I start talking about our, our Yeah, so talk about Because this
0: sounds like we hated it, and then we put it down. But that's actually not what happened. So, Lauren, then what do we yeah, do? Yeah, so
1: I was kind of excited. And somebody
0: who's a fan of this game and listening to this podcast is about to, like, atomic eye roll right now. <laughs> so, prepare yourself. Prepare the eye roll.
1: So, I mean... Going into this, knowing we were, you know, fine with Dying Light, um, which is a zombie game, a bunch of other zombie games we were fine and these with. games
0: that are kind of difficult, including the one we're going to talk about in our second segment that we played yeah. all the way through, right? Um,
1: the way that we com- <laughs> we were combating not really doing well with fighting these things right away was we changed it to peaceful mode, which meant you didn't have any cannibals coming at you. Um. so the, and this we intended for it to be let's go in on peaceful mode
0: learn the systems and right. then we'll switch it back to like because you can't switch the same save file back but like restart yeah. a new one now on normal knowing what we know that was right. the plan right
1: yeah we just wanted to learn how to build, how to build things yeah. how to hunt like all the strategies and then we really intended to you go how to back throw
0: a spear accurately because when we were first yeah. playing with the cannibals I had no idea how to. I'm just throwing it into the woods randomly and you don't get a chance to learn because they're killing you
1: what was you. even worth like building because we would find things that were kind of unique and we didn't know whether we should use it on you know the snow clothes or like going into different areas if that's even worth doing right um so yeah. yeah what what we should be using our resources for so when we did that if you're into games like minecraft and um Dragon Quest builders type thing where you're Mm. really focused on, I'm going to build my camp. And combat's a
0: secondary slash tertiary interest.
1: I, I would even say like Far Cry, the parts where you hunt the animals and you make them into your your wallet, things like that. Um, re, like things you need for the game. If you're interested in that type of game, um Just then, play
0: this on peaceful. Yeah. yeah. It was a completely different game. It was yeah. like so strange to switch it over and play on that mode.
1: And I didn't even end up feeling like bad that we never went back to it. Yeah, we never
0: went back to the regular. I
1: didn't remote. really I didn't really think of it as like we were intimidated. It was just that.
0: Because <laughs> it made us feel better, you know? Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> I I just didn't want to be frustrated the entire time. We
0: bravely chickened out.
1: Yeah. Um, because if you weren't equipped, like, you really couldn't handle it. And I could see people getting, like, very frustrated by that. And I know there are people out there because I saw them on the forums that were very into, you know, having the cannibals around. And, I mean, that was what the game was intended and for. And I would probably
0: play it that way if you had a group of eight people and you were just beaten on these things. Like, in yeah. other words, there's as many of you as there are of them in any combat situation. That, cause that's completely different. But with just two of us, it was very overwhelming. You were regularly getting attacked by six or seven. And if these things take as many hits to kill as you take to kill, you're, you're going to be dead. Like, they're just going to hit you from yeah. behind all the time. I think, actually, they kill you in fewer hits they'll usually down you in about 5 or 6 hits whereas they take like more like 10 15 to kill. So it's it's rough.
1: Yeah. And and but that makes it like I think that originally when this was on um, PC only, um I don't want to get right, this yeah. wrong, but when it was on PC only, the PC for a
0: long time. So okay. that, yeah.
1: because um, I was seeing on the forums about people who would type in a, a code and turn it into vegan mode. That's what they called it, a mm-hmm. vegetarian mode. And that just meant that there were no cannibals like available. And then um, when we did it on PS4, because we had just started playing it um, recently, uh, that was just already an option to play in the game.
0: Yeah, we didn't have to unlock it or do anything yeah. weird. Yeah. It
1: so you think of peaceful as like a cop out but i think it just totally attracts yeah, it was more a, fun i
0: thought it was a better game yeah attracts
1: like a different type of people you could actually focus on making your base because one of the other things that we had read is if you start building up a base and you're not playing like a nomad style way that it really attracts a lot of them and they destroy your base and then if you're attached to, <laughs> to whatever you had built it's like right. gone
0: whereas on peaceful mode it's just animals that you can hunt and things out like that in the world so there's still a little bit of combat because like you know you can get attacked by an alligator or something Uh, so there's still some amount of combat in the game of you like having to hunt and catch things and get food and and not you know starve and not you know whatever get water um but uh but, like, for the most part, the game is calmer. It's so much calmer, you know? Yeah. And you're still crawling through these dark, creepy caves looking for clues about what happened to your son, and you still experience the entire story just at, like, more of, like, a normal pace. And, yeah, And I, it's it's a lot of stuff. Like, there are, those caves are huge. Like, I was mapping them out as we were playing through, and it's, if you don't ever look up a walkthrough, you can burn 50 hours in this game and still not get to the end. It was It was confusing.
1: I would but say, better. though, that, like, Since I've played some story games where you're interacting with the environment, getting clues, to me, if you didn't tell me that there was some kind of story in this game... It took a while for me. Before we
0: really started finding things. Yeah. Like,
1: I was questioning whether or not, since we changed it to Peaceful Mode, whether or not we were even progressing in the game. Right. Whether or not, like, when you get into the caves, what we found... Because the progression
0: is subtle. It's closer to, like, um, one of the... Like, there were a bunch of games that came to my mind that were very old that probably wouldn't help anybody as a reference. Like, I was getting a lot of vibes of the SNES Jurassic Park game, which is, like, a deep, deep cut that probably doesn't mean anything to anybody. Um, But even a game like Maybe Stanley Parable or something like that where you're, like, you're not really sure if you're actually getting forward or not. I'm trying to think of other games that are like that a bit. Even some of the, like, walking sim type games like, uh, you know, uh, Everybody's Gone Through the Rapture or something like that. Or uh, The Witness, even though that's more direct puzzles. Some of those games you can be a little unsure of, like. If you're get, get making progress, it's like hard to tell. Yeah. So like in this game, our only markers that we had gone forward at all were that we found like a climbing axe and now we could climb certain stuff that we couldn't before. Um, something like that or a flashlight. And we're like, okay, these are new items, but where does that let us go that we couldn't before? And at some point we did eventually look up some help. Um, after we were maybe 25 hours or 30 hours in, we I started to look up some guides and found one really important, I don't want to spoil anything, but one really important tool that then was very clear what it was unlocking. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, now we can use this to go into places we couldn't before, um, more than any other tool that we had found. And that so that I ended up finding in a walkthrough. But I could see somebody stumbling across that, but only if you're willing to put in 40, 50 hours of kind of just wandering. Which, yeah, when I, there's no cannibals, is not a horrible experience. I think
1: at some point, I... I got really into playing in peaceful mode. We were building stuff. Mm. We were hunting. And then- You when were we, worried
0: that there was no point though.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, not even that there was no point, but I was worried that we weren't progressing. And then when we started to go into the different caves, I got frustrated that, I mean, and this could be a little handholdy and I know you don't like that, but mm. I really was mad that we didn't know like which order to go into the caves right. because- It was
0: even hard to tell which ones you've been in. Like your notebooks right. just like explore this cave. And if and you've seen been, most of it, it crosses it off. But well, you can't, you can't even tell which cave you're in no, currently. No because so, we yeah.
1: didn't get the map for that until right. we went to a specific cave. I just meant the, the to do
0: a... list has like oh. a little thing that crosses off but but it doesn't but still it doesn't say you're currently in waterfall cave and then it crosses right. it doesn't tell you that. So you're like is that the one that had like I guess it's the one that had the two waterfalls? Is that the waterfall? Like you don't really Yeah. So we like we don't really know. Yeah. Um, very strange.
1: So you can get into, into a, creepy, a cave you know, and need something that was in a different cave that either you had been to before and missed or- you have never been to before and then I and was kind of mad because I'm like how was I supposed to know I need to go like into we're, this cave we're
0: tiptoeing to avoid spoilers yeah yeah, just making sure I'm giving Lauren Covert yeah. signals to be careful <laughs> but yeah but you could definitely have that happen and it could be super frustrating if you aren't so like if you're the kind of person that does enjoy just sort of wandering through a game like that then it's fine and it's not a big deal um, but you could definitely get to a place that there's no fast travel in this game or anything like that so you could definitely get to a place that took you a very long time to get to and then need a thing that is nowhere near you. And you will not know what you need at all unless you go to look it up. So I could see that being super frustrating. So if, you know, I, I guess it always has the fall safe of you can play on Peaceful and it has the additional fail safe of you can just open up a wiki, you know. So if you're okay with those things to help avoid the frustration. It it can be a lot of fun, for sure, but you almost feel like it's your responsibility to control your own experience or something. It's a little weird in that regard.
1: Like, yeah, I I just wish there was a little more hand-holding, maybe. Mm -hmm. I also wanted to point out that this game does not um, have a mini-map,
0: so... Oh, yeah, you have to have a good sense of direction for sure, yeah. And you can put little markers down in the world, but you have to build them like everything else.
1: If you're playing with someone else, you get to see their um, name come up, um, but you don't really know how far they are. Right, and And there's
0: no – like, you can find a compass in the world. I have no idea how many of them there are, though, because I found it maybe 30 hours in, like, just randomly, like – you can
1: put markers or if you start building things in certain places, you kind of can like triangulate.
0: Yeah, that's one of the good ideas, especially if you're playing nice and calm and peaceful, but you're getting lost still. Yeah, just go to like a corner of the map by where there's like a beach or something. So, you know, you're at an edge and then just build one of the markers, make it a color and then do that again far away. And you could always use that as your sense of direction. Make your own north, south, east, west is what I'm saying. Yeah, that was helpful when we did that. But
1: you still don't know how far away everything is. They're like... It's just, like, showing mm. when you look at things. But um, I think in terms of a co-op experience, like, specifically, um, even though the game—it sounds like we're bashing the game, but I had a lot of fun. Yeah. We put a lot of hours into and it. And that's
0: just the two of us. I can see you playing this with a group of friends who are all kind of just taking it easy, yeah. hunting, making shelters, and occasionally finding stories. It could be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought this was a, an almost ideal co op experience in terms of like.
0: like all our in, complaints were not really related to the yes, co op. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I
1: know what you mean. So on um, on PS4, you could play with up to four people.
0: I think up to eight.
1: No, I didn't. Oh, uh, did you PC find that? was up to eight. Okay.
0: Um, I can Google it. I don't think
1: there was a way to add any more than that. Um, but there is, there needs someone to be a host. Um, and it's. I mean, it's pretty typical for you to need a host, and that's their world, and you go into their world. um, And as soon as they leave, you can't really stay there anymore. I think that's pretty typical for co-op experience, like shared experience. Um, I can't picture, honestly, playing with eight people. Um, I guess if you were like to fight the cannibals i could see that as like a gang you know going after the cannibals yeah, gang weird. bang but the caves like if everyone was going with you into these caves it would get so crowded yeah there's there's hardly any room to go anywhere um and already like when the two of us were trying to follow each other um we couldn't really get through spaces that much you got to crouch a lot um so i mean i guess an 8 player experience could be a lot different because you're spreading out and just trying to take all these you're more things out
0: revive. yeah,
1: yeah. Like um but if you're trying to all do the same objectives because you get your own checklist there you know your own to do list i guess you all um, have your
0: own timmies Eight, Timmy's the around. The weird thing there. was
1: <laughs> that you're saying that, but um
0: Oh, that intro cutscene you you I said didn't, didn't have, play like so that. So Timmy
1: is your son. We were playing as Timmy's dad. <laughs> um
0: shout out to Timmy's dad. <laughs>
1: I didn't have a, a Timmy son when I was in the intro. So if you
0: weren't sitting next to me and I hadn't said something, like even we got far into the game and you didn't know about the guy in the red paint. Showing I, up. I still, so, when you said yeah, it now, like, I was the like, yeah. The game oh, opens yeah. up with you on a plane, the plane crashes, and then you kind of come to and like this guy completely covered in red paint. He's like, it looks like a native. It takes your son away and then you wake up again and the son's gone. And and yeah, we got like halfway through the game and I made some comments about, oh, this is probably ha- has to do with the guy in the red paint. And Lauren was like, what do what you even? And then I explained the cutscene and she did not see that didn't know that that was a thing
1: i think i maybe was too busy looking for my timmy because i saw you had one (laughs) yeah
0: we all have our own timmies to find
1: um so and there was options in the menu to i think make it more of a co-op friendly experience even just the game in general like we turned off the the friendly fire type thing um, so we couldn't attack each other and um you don't have to fight over any drops, so if um, you find the snackies on the ground, or if you find a soda, um, it's there for both of you. As soon as you take it, you put it in your thing. You don't have to fight over that. Um, the my one of my main complaints was that you couldn't share things. Hmm. So if, Unless
0: you could put them down on yeah. something, like a drying rack, you, so then you can, the other were, person can take the
1: meat. Yeah, so there would be times where you're in a cave with someone pretty deep, and like, if one of you is starving or thirsty and you I guess even dying and you needed meds, like, the other person could have like a full backpack, right. full of this and stuff. And you may
0: be able to give them one, but you have to come up with the weirdest way. You're like, okay, wait, hang on. If I build a fire, then I could throw the meat on it and then you could take the meat off the fire. So that's one way I could give you food. And you're like, or I could, I have enough wood that I could build a shelf just in the middle of this cave and then I can put medicine on a shelf and then you could take the medicine off the shelf. But you would need to know that already that you could put medicine on a shelf, but you can't put medicine on literally anything else. It's like shelves are the only thing you can put them down. And
1: then you would have to be in the cave with enough Mm. like resources to build a shelf or a fire. And that's like a weird roundabout way of you know, having- Which sounds
0: like something you'd have to do on Minecraft. Like, oh, if you're going underground in Minecraft, bring wood with you. But this was stranger because you never really know what you're doing or like yeah. how long you're going to be down there or what you know or how to get back. Like, it it does feel stranger. Like. Because, like, in Minecraft, you always have that option of digging up. Maybe I just don't play a lot of survival horror. But, like, you always have that option of just, like, digging your way up, you know, or Dragon Quest Builders. Yeah. It's, or Dragon Quest Builders. You can just warp at any point. Um, but, yeah. This
1: game does not have warping. You get
0: nothing. And there are yeah. times where it is where it reminds you painfully that you get on where You're like, oh, my God. This is seriously a dead end. Like, it has moments like that. Yeah. Where you get to the end of something and you need an item that you do not have at all, you know. Like, uh I guess, I guess I'll stay away from all that, too.
1: Shout out to Lindsay for letting us borrow her PlayStation account to yeah. get out of a bind.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was referring to environments that are destructible with certain items. And, like, you're like, okay, I, I wouldn't have even known that. The game doesn't really tell you.
1: you yeah. Know? There's also an option in there to um, let the trees regenerate, which Mm. was a big help if you need a lot of wood. And because I don't think that was on by default. So you could run out of trees and then not have have to go get
0: like trees from really far away from your camp or something. Yeah.
1: Um, One of the other main things that was bothering me, I think that you mentioned before, was that um, you cannot pause it. And this is where I think that. I am mentioning dying light a lot, dying light a lot because it
0: you like just really,
1: zombies. yeah, um, that game I I think of as the ideal co op. Um, it lets you pause the game as long as everyone agrees and they all pause it individually, it will pause the game for everyone. Um, so this game unfortunately didn't have that, and because you have to eat and you have to drink and take care of you know all your vital needs. Um, it becomes kind of annoying that... Oh, yeah. If I didn't think
0: about that with a group of eight. Sorry. Continue no, your thought, no, okay. but yeah.
1: So it becomes annoying that you can't pause it and take a break. Like, even if you want to go to, the, like, the bathroom, take two right. minutes, you're still, like... In the middle Live. of, you know, you're living and even if everyone agreed like, yeah, let's pause the game, you can't. And then, and, in- and if you
0: did want to take a break, you would need to build shelters so that everybody had access to a shelter because then you have to save it all together and then leave. Right. So like even if you're like, let's take a 20-minute break if you're playing with a big group, I didn't even really think about that. Then everybody would need to save at a shelter in order to keep their stuff, communicate that to the person leading the group before the person leading the group ends the game. Because if they end the game randomly, the other people's states will not save. Like you have to save the game. Mm-hmm. By going up to a shelter and hitting a save icon. And then the person who's hosting the game, when they do that, it takes much longer because they're saving the whole world state.
1: This definitely yeah, isn't a game saying. that you'd want to play with random people. Yeah, um, no, yeah, definitely not. Even though it gave us the option to. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that was what the default option when you went right. to go to find the game. Yeah, or like, um, the server. Yeah. I would not recommend that because anyone can do anything. They could. Mm-hmm. yeah it,
0: I it guess maybe work. people who play that way are probably thinking about things less permanently they're like oh this is my run through for today and they, they just get as far as they get because the game could be played that way like in one sitting if you knew exactly what to do right so when we're saying like it was like 40 hours for us it was because we were playing a bunch of different times not really knowing what to do and in and, and any given day we didn't make any quote unquote progress yeah you know, I like, was
1: I was thinking about like how this game
0: could be speed run in an hour probably you know, if you yeah. know exactly where to go you
1: know. um in the on the forums, I was seeing people that were talking about like I made it to this you know this number of day I made right. it to day whatever and like when we were playing, I didn't really think of it that way. Especially on peaceful, yeah. yeah. I was just like, oh, you know, let's see how far in the story we can get, how far in this game we can right. get, what
0: new tool we could find today, right? And then think about what that opened up for us, right?
1: But that definitely is probably different if you
0: don't play on peaceful. Oh, um, the other thing that gave me a lot of vibes of for sure was Lost. I think these oh, yeah. developers were big Lost fans because it it had all kinds of weird like definitely things that were reminiscent of that where you're coming you come across something randomly m- multiple times throughout the game where you're like w- what is that doing here or yeah. well, like why, okay and like it has very much that vibe of you know again i'm going to just not go any further down that 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 rabbit hole but it just reminded me of lost many times
1: for sure. Well, yeah, we were we were in the tail section. Let's just yeah. say that. And we start. you start off in the, the, the tail section. All the others and everywhere. I made a joke of being like, oh, we're not going to be involved in the story until t-
0: whatever Season is, two, yeah. 23 days yeah. later. Um, <laughs> Nobody cares about us for now. There's no cameras on this side.
1: Yeah. So. All
0: right. Well, do you feel like that gave everybody a pretty good idea?
1: Yeah. I, I think that my, my main rec- recommendation to take away from this is... If you don't think this game is for you, but you like Minecraft games like that, um, and you're not a survival horror fan, you like playing Minecraft for the building, that kind of stuff, um, definitely give this game a try.
0: It, it does it is a bit gruesome, even on peaceful mode, so that's worth noting yeah. in case anybody's like either younger or sensitive to that. Even on peaceful full mode, you will encounter um Sculptures of corpses We'll go yeah. with something like that
1: <laughs> Even the animals like,
0: Right That Oh no I'm i not Wait you mean animals Like something I mean, wrong with them
1: someone like Oh could, who's not
0: okay with killing And, and yeah. skinning animals And stuff for things Yeah for sure But I meant like From a stomach queasiness perspective Like we have friends Who I think would not be okay With this even on peaceful mode um, Because you come across a, You know an array of dead bodies that are all attached to each other through their bones and, like, things sticking through their faces and stuff. Like, it's pretty nasty. Yeah. You'll find people on hooks and stuff. Like, even on Peaceful, you you don't fight anything. You just come across them. And you're yeah. like, whoa, that's that's something. Like, it, it can be a little intimidating.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. You feel happy with that uh, nut shelling, Lauren?
1: Yeah. Are we going to give it a co-op rating?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot you were all into ratings. I'm very anti-numbers. Go Though, for it. Give it your co-op rating.
1: Specifically on co-op. Okay. I would say... Uh a 3 out of 5 maybe.
0: Okay. I mean that's fair.
1: Uh, maybe a 3.5, but I don't I, see, like-
0: I don't know how your rating system works. Cuz for me they're so intertwined. There were things that were that were gameplay about it that bothered me enough, but the co-op
1: co-op itself. I
0: know, but the, it's in it's inextricably intertwined, you know, like how the game plays. <laughs> like the view is fish-eyed my eyes hurt the entire time but it was great it was designed well too so it was it's weird give me vibes that nothing else gave me so three out of five sounds good to me yeah three out
1: of five all
0: right that's what we're going with all right we're going to take a quick break um and then when we get back we're going to talk about a must play game that a lot of you may have missed remnant from the ashes that came out last year we'll be back in just a minute All right, and we're back with our second segment where we take a look at a must-play co-op game. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes is a third-person shooter with heavy Dark Souls, or really Bloodborne influences. Um, It's developed by Gunfire Games, and uh, one of the unique things about this game is that the bulk of the environments are randomly generated. So basically, when you first start a save file, uh, the game rolls a version of the world, which randomizes the level design. And to some extent, the enemies that you encounter. Um, most of the bosses, too, throughout the game have different options that you can encounter. Um, it adds a lot of re- replayability to the game, um, and it also keeps you from, like, uh, cheesing the game by picking, like, one tried-and-true setup that'll always work because you don't actually know what you're going to get. Like, you don't really know if the boss is going to have uh, certain uh, damage types or something like that that you didn't expect. Um, so even though the, like, shooting gunplay gives the game, a, like, Gears of War or, like, the Tomb Raider reboots, like, that kind of feel, the gunplay, um, but all the menus, the RPG systems, all the, the, like, kind of sensibilities of the upgrade systems are very Bloodborne, for sure, more than anything else. Um, you get different weapons, upgrade materials throughout the game. Um, you never really get enough upgrade materials to upgrade everything you want to, so you're always constantly picking same goes for your armor so you're always like kind of making choices about what really matters to you the most with the precious few uh crafting materials that you have. Um, I would also say, too, um, before we jump into our thoughts on it, that the game is definitely more difficult than average. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't get much harder when you add more players. It has some scaling, but not a lot. So you can play this with a group of up to four people, and that does definitely make the game a little bit easier. Um, but what were your thoughts on difficulty, Lauren? Cause I, I mean, I love the Souls games. I love Bloodborne. I play those games a ton. And I didn't think this was anywhere near like that, like Sekiro or something like that. But it was definitely a little bit tough
1: yeah so i don't play bloodborne and dark souls and any of that stuff um like i tried once with you and Mm. it was really hard for me i really didn't like um how you die expected to die
0: and like learn the world
1: right um i definitely thought this was more friendly than that but still a little bit hard i think I relied on like your talent a little bit more. All right, but- <laughs> this
0: sounds like brown nosing.
1: <laughs> um, you're just like you're used to those kind of de- games where it's like hit and dodge type thing. Um, like
0: you're not supposed to get hit more than a handful of times. Like you're right. You will. You have to dodge.
1: Yeah. Know? So I did like that. Um, that there were like powers and different armor, and I do feel like, and I don't really know if Bloodborne and Dark Souls have elaborate. Things like this, but um, in this game, the equipping things in the menu and the different like skill trees you go through, I feel like was very um, like simple, uh, it wasn't like like we played games like The Division and stuff where it's very elaborate and I get very frustrated because a comparison is difficult. Like you're looking at two things and...
0: So you mean there's like a lot of stats. Like in The Division, yeah. a gun might have eight or nine stats and it's dependent on what else you have equipped and all right. that brat. You're and saying this nothing was,
1: like that. I'm not going to say black and white, but it was like very clear. Right. Like this is this better is a than a faster this. fire rate, more shots right.
0: in this clip. Oh, well, that's the thing too is that things generally aren't better than other things in Remnant. Everything is... Is usable and you can upgrade it the whole time, but it's yeah. like more obvious how it's you're like, this is a right. faster rate of fire, but it's worse at long range.
1: For if you have a play style, sense. you right. like, yes, like you I like to play, um. I think this is weird because I decide early on what I want to be.
0: <laughs> so, and I try to use everything. So I, I had, yeah. like, multiple other save, uh, like, I'll, we'll explain that later, going so that I could use everything. like
1: Yeah, switch. so at the beginning of a game, I'll either decide uh, if I want to be fast and quick and not do as much damage but able to, like, get away, um, or if I want to be a heavier guy or I want to be more balanced or use magic or something like this. And I feel like in this game... There was a clear choice of whether or not it was better for my play style, um, and then I focused my points on that. Um, I also felt like there were points that you'd spend on things like I want my health to go up, or I want my um, agility to go up, and and anything like that. Like they had a bunch of different things, you know. Um, so I found my like I found those to be very clearly. I want to focus on health, and you can really scatter points on anything, but for me, I was like, I need health, so I'm just going to put all my skill points into health right now. When Until I, when it's I get, maxed out, yeah.
0: then they're going in defense. Right. right.
1: When like I that. cap out, I'm going to focus on something else. Um, so there were a lot of things that I felt like were more intuitive in the menu, but when it came to the actual fighting, it was a little tougher for me than, than most um, games are. Um, because I'm just not used to that hit and dodge type of thing. Yeah,
0: you uh, usually try to in this game, in, and very much the same way you would in a game like Bloodborne, you try to fight enemies one-on-one. You try not to get into situations where you have to fight a bunch of people at the same time because they can be pretty tough. But sometimes you have no choice, so you're dealing with like a close guy that's running at you, trying to melee you, while you're sort of like a crowd controlling a couple of people shooting at you from a distance, and you're dodging as their shots are coming in and all that. So it's like that sort of balancing act of, all right, this big dude's running at me, but these two other the guys in the back are shooting bombs at me so I got to like keep on moving and kind of kite around this big guy until like, he's dead and then you know and so on yeah it's a lot of that sort of yeah and you get some you know,
1: some powers I love
0: I thought it was great I thought the gameplay felt fantastic too it was very fun to do that like it, yeah it was
1: good. It, you get these powers that help you a lot with the management too I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil anything with that. Yeah, that's okay. But... You
0: can share, share those. Yeah, like yeah. something you throw down that gives you health while you're in this circle, but now you're not as mobile or um I got an item pretty early on and that's the thing is so much of this is randomized that you could get completely different powers at completely different points. So one of the very first things I got was this seed thing that you can shoot out that creates this weird-looking flower and the and it will like attract the enemies of a certain type. The enemies are like these like root creatures, these like wooden creatures. So they go running to the flower instead and start trying to kill it because it's it's, it's like, you know, it's something pretty and they want the world to look huge. So they go and they start murdering this flower and it draws them away immediately. And it's very useful in certain situations where you're getting overwhelmed. It's like a kind of a cool way to crowd control rather than just the generic, you know, big smash on the ground. Like they, they came up with pretty cool stuff. Yeah. That you could use into like uh, you know, in tandem with each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely I think that it got me to consider. Playing a Bloodborne game. It's a gateway Souls game. With you, yeah, yeah, it definitely. Well, is Bloodborne gateway. only has
0: one, so there you go. It's yeah, just, just Bloodborne. So
1: I think in the past I had tried to play Bloodborne with you, and I was like, no yeah, way. Yeah, you
0: like. I think you killed cleric uh-uh. beast. We got up to like Fa- Father Gascione or something, and you were like, I'm done. This is not. For
1: yeah, me. and I think that this game also has a. F- I'll talk about the co-op, you know, score and everything later, <laughs> but. Um, this game definitely was way more co-op friendly than Bloodborne. I remember when we tried to play together, it was like you. There was a weird like you had to join me. And oh yeah, Bloodborne's yeah. a
0: pain in the ass. Yeah, you sing, you ring the bell, and then you know, and then yeah. if I, I, I answer your call, and then it wastes one of your insight, and then if I if you die, I get kicked back out again. It's a whole annoying thing for sure. And I
1: was so stressed to it's die. It's not clean
0: co-op. Yeah. I hope that the next uh, from software game they just give it normal co-op that you just jump in because that is annoying yeah. for sure yeah the, well the one thing I want to get into on that actually is so the way the co-op works in this is you you host so so like I would create a save file or in this case actually you created the master save file um, and then I joined your world and we're basically playing in your world so you could continue without me like she could continue without me at any point um, or, or I could join her and continue playing in her environment but um, at any moment I could start my own save file on my own and invite her to mine or play on my own separately and i could potentially get a lot of the same drops again on mine so i'd actually have more crafting materials i could get more of the level up points there's like other things in the world that like help you make your character stronger and you can kind of farm them by doing that and if that sounds like oh but then you can only do it twice you actually can do this infinitely because the game has this like weird arcade mode thing so like from fairly early on you can like um basically create like a new randomized... It's a lot like the Chalice Dungeons in Bloodborne, but I don't know if people listening to this are going to have any idea what I'm talking about. It's a lot like that, though. It was also,
1: to me, a lot... Prettier and cartoonier than Bloodborne. Oh,
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 It wasn't quite as like, yeah. I'm a little clearer. The backgrounds are a little more painterly. Yeah. And yeah. But the uh you can like re-roll like an arcade version of the first world. That's kind of the best way I can describe it, that you could then play in, and it wasn't really your your save file, so to speak, but anything you got in there you could take back with you to upgrade with. It was kind of it's a little bit difficult to explain. It's much easier to see than to tell. Um, when you see it, it's not that weird. But basically that meant that if at any point you were kind of stuck at a boss or stuck at something that was difficult you could just like play an arcade version of the zone you were at and like farm for stuff and then use that stuff to make your character stronger and then and then go back at that boss fight again um which was which was good and it did help to make the game a little bit more manageable when you hit spots cuz we did hit a couple of uh like choke points maybe three or four throughout the game where we got to a boss that just kicked our teeth in and we were like okay this is we're we're not one or two tries away from beating this this thing is tough and it actually and it helps, tells yeah. you
1: um, um, there's like a little thing in the menu that will tell you, um, I think it turns green mm. with the little up arrows, if your defense or um, your offense is high enough or you're you It's know, like above recommended high. level, yeah. right. Um, right. And then you kind of can just, it's really grinding, but like your entire level is randomized again, so it really doesn't feel like grinding, yeah. I would think. Um, yeah, yeah, you
0: re-roll the level again so you can get completely different yeah. bosses and stuff and the you world go random different.
1: ways and, yeah. um, So, you can just play until you have enough uh, points to level up your armor or level up your weapons again. Mm -hmm. And like I said, this is very, like, you only have, I think, three sets of different armor for uh, your head, your chest. Your Yeah, there were more throughout
0: the world, but yeah, not a ton. The main ones, yeah.
1: Um, And then there was only a few of the weapons, too. So, it was very easy to decide, like, what you were going to focus on and then decide I'm going to do it so that my defense is better so that when we go to the boss again, I don't die as quickly. Yeah,
0: like when you want to heal yourself too, you use this item. It was some kind of like dragon heart or something like that. It was called that yeah. you use. We called it pomegranate because it looks like a pomegranate. Yeah. So we start screaming no pomegranates, um, But <laughs> which is probably like a 2019 meme that uh, is not existing in the future um, of that lady like, screaming no us. pomegranates. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But uh because we would just scream that randomly. But you crush the pomegranate and get your health back. And one of the most useful items you find, it's, it's an Estes flask from Dark Souls. And like one of the most useful useful things that you find in the world is the simulacrum, I think it's called, which is like the exact same thing as an estus shard in uh in Dark Souls which allows you to have more of those, more of those pomegranates because you get them back every time you touch a bonfire, which in this game is a crystal. It's like it's very Dark Souls. Um so anytime you touch a crystal you get those back. So if you find more of these items, you get more of those healing items every time you're like doing a stretch of the game. So so it was really useful to go on that arcade mode because every time you spawned a zone on that, you were guaranteed to get one of those in somewhere in the world, so then it becomes like a you know you're, you're getting a reward just for doing that that you then take with you to your main campaign, um, which was good. It made the game feel like you could never hit a completely solid wall. Yeah, it was you, always a You stood a chance, right? Exactly. <laughs> or you could make yourself get you. You could always build a, a ladder. You know, yeah. It was it gives you the option to do that at any point. So I, I had a lot of fun with. That. I thought it was fantastic. It, it makes my must playlist of co op for sure. That's why. That's why I wanted to throw it in here.
1: Yeah, I think that you. G- got tired of asking me to play bloodborne with you. Yeah. So and, I was like, oh, this
0: is it, yeah.
1: And this definitely um I had fun with it too. So yeah. I mean, uh
0: it's just fun gameplay and that's sometimes yeah. that's what you need at the back of it. It's one of the things that I struggled with in the forest where I was like, Is this fun? It's like the view is the view is so zoomed, it's like so fish eyed in that game that there were times and, and where my eyes are hurting and the screen's too dark, and I'm like, There's things that are annoying me about this, but there's some good stuff in here with Remnant. I was like, This is just fun. Like just going into an area with a couple of enemies that are, have different attack patterns and you're like mm-hmm. dodging them and throwing a thing down, getting around this guy. It was it it was just fun to play. It was just good game. Like
1: And they hadn't weaknesses um, in different areas. There were different areas that, I mean, I... I know that you always talk about how Bloodborne and Souls are, like, beautiful in, like, a creepy way.
0: Oh, yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, Bloodborne in particular. Dark Souls, yeah. I don't think the graphics are that good. But, yeah, Bloodborne, I love the But this game
1: the art. was, like, beautiful. cuter and, mm-hmm. like, more cartoony, like, the way Those basic I enemies like are, it, like,
0: root. They look like Groot from Guardians yeah. or something. They're, like, root enemies.
1: But so really in the different scary. areas, though, in the game, you would just go into a different area, and it was so different looking than the last area. The yeah. colors were completely different, but it was still in that cartoon style that I really liked. Um but then you would get used to these enemies are weak to fire or mm-hmm. to electric. And um, you could
0: like upgrade your electric weapon, but now you're spending those resources on that. So you're like, I yeah. can't now upgrade my other one that I was using before. Yeah. But if
1: you did upgrade, you could go back and right. re-roll the one that was working right. for you and, and then you get the, points. Right, yeah. Um so you never really could get stuck, and I think each world had a a different item to replenish one of your powers, and it changed in each world.
0: Yeah, there were a couple different. Yeah, there were several different things. Where oh yeah, what you're talking about is there's there's items that you get. us astray- right, we're getting kind of into the weeds too. But it's you know it's interesting. Good game design. It,
1: I just feel like that part was very clear cut. Right. It was like we're in this world, and this new item is the equivalent of this item that it was in the last yeah, world. Yeah, so like in. if
0: you're in a world in an environment where earth uh, damage does more damage to enemies, you could find an earth damage weapon and upgrade it. But what Lauren's talking about is you'd also find items like a drop from enemies that would make your attacks do earth damage for, like the next few minutes. And you'd always find those in the world where earth damage was beneficial. So it was like a weird kind of thing where you're like, okay, now I'm in that world where I should use the earth damage buffs when we're fighting bosses or when we're fighting a large group of enemies like that. And then you go into the next one and find when they gave you electrical damage, you mm-hmm. know?
1: Yeah, know, just, yeah uh, I just feel like for someone who isn't as used to like all the different elements and can get overwhelmed with like this was very clear
0: yeah it was less it RPG was, than a Destiny like, even I would say yeah
1: it was like starter Pokemon where it's right. like clearly water beats fire and fire beats leaf you and say like, that
0: but the original Pokemon mm-hmm. types were so freaking obscure there were still some weird ones but
1: there. the basic ones mm-hmm. I mean like the starter Pokemon oh I see what was, oh yeah. I
0: understand okay I thought you meant yeah. like the red blue you mean like literally Charmander Squirtle yeah. and, and <laughs> like, which one, yeah,
1: Pikachu, like which ones can beat right. each other And yes, this, Pikachu's
0: a starter Pokemon. God, now you're going oh to start a war. You're going to start a war.
1: Pikachu and Eevee are now starter Pokemon. <laughs> for real. And No, Pikachu was not yellow, though. Oh,
0: man. Yeah. I was yellow, people.
1: <laughs> but I feel like, elementally, if you think of that in a logical way... Right, you can like, follow it. This, this was similar. Um, but yeah, so, co-op wise, though, I think that this This game was amazing for playing together. Yeah, I
0: would definitely go back and play it again. You could play it with uh, up to three people.
1: You know, go back to your own game, get the drops if you need. You really are not competing for resources at all. In fact... If you pick up something, I think the other person gets. it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the other person gets it. Maybe
0: not, because I remember there being times where I would say to you, like, "Oh, I found this thing back there. Make sure you get it." So I think it just doesn't. No, disappear. I think
1: those are the main drops. Though. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The, you might be like right. Like the rings. That, and yes, I think and, like, you're right. There's a real r-
0: weird thing with that. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I think the like money and stuff we shared. I, I'm not positive, but um, but I did not feel like I had to compete with you at right. any point for, the for things. Yeah. In um, some games, you know, you got to fight with people. Right. Right.
0: You feel like you're giving up things <laughs> to the other person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know Borderlands 2 and uh, those games definitely had that. I think 3, they changed it because people were complaining.
1: One of the things you did like weirdly have to compete for was the um, the merchants.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you, you bought couldn't... resources from them, they always carried stuff that was kind of a little bit behind what you needed, but it was useful sometimes. And right. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm talking about actually you could not talk to the merchants at the same time. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. You so it's take turns. Yeah. Yeah. I can see with the group before that being annoying yeah you to do upgrades it now takes four times as longer because you're waiting till the upgrade I mean,
1: it's open. logical though like yeah. you can't all talk to the merchant at the same time overwhelm them <laughs> um but yeah i definitely like enjoyed playing with you i felt like it was easy enough um to like connect with each other mm. and
0: yeah yeah definitely you just jump in And you can jump into somebody's game where they've been playing for a little while. I don't know how well the scaling works um, with playing with people who are drastically different levels. So um, I would recommend if if that's an issue for you researching that because I don't – I'm sure there are people online who could speak on that better. But I think games like this are often best played playing with a save file with a friend that you're gonna stay together anyway. Yeah. So that's how I would do it. You know, so if you start playing on your own and then a friend start decides to buy it or something, I would just start a new character and play that character with them. It tends to always work better in these kind of games anyway. Like as a general rule of thumb, that's what we always do.
1: Or a split one. I think you had a split one where you were playing by yourself.
0: Yeah, but I was never going past your score because the enemy scale on that. I didn't want to even get into that whole thing too because it's too in the weeds. But um, yeah, like I was making sure I never went past your level. I was just upgrading the alternate equipment that I wanted to use. This way I had choices. So we'd go into a boss fight and I might switch to my super heavy armor where you have like no mobility but you could eat attacks. Um, Mm -hmm. And like when it was, you know, when it was useful. Um, was there anything else on this game that you wanted to? Oh, you need to get your official your official co op score, the patented Lauren co op score.
1: Uh, I think that this might be a four.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that. I don't know what does a five look like on this. Like, you know, dying so, light. <laughs> that's it. Oh, this is wow. We sound like like we've just been bought out by zombie tech. <laughs> I'm when.
1: really pissed. They put their game off. Like,
0: yeah, I don't even know if there's an official release for dying light too. For sure, we're probably the only people who are that pumped about that game. But yeah, um, they
1: they did perfect for everything. And this might be a little more than a four. Yeah,
0: and ghost recon wildlands. I guess they would be in that range too yeah, for us, yeah. being close to that. I know a lot of people don't like that game, but if you if you don't care about the cutscenes and all that, that's one of our top games. Also, our top co-op we'll games. We'll talk sure. about on another one, uh, I yeah, think. Oh, yeah, that's a must-play? Yeah. Because yeah. we still play Ghost World. This, this
1: could be... A four point five, but Oh
0: my god, you can't have in between. So that's the whole point of a five point scale. Okay. Now it's a I'm, ten point scale.
1: I'm saying a four because I really did like that the whole time you we were staying together and we didn't really have to fight for drops. Right. Um
0: but it did have the problem of if somebody is not very good at these kind of games, they would definitely get real frustrated. So a four out of five sounds fair.
1: Yeah, but they're and they're still participating, I think. Yeah. yeah. So like but I could if you're not really that good at this type of game you still are helping in a way you're still like contributing and you don't feel like you're dying over and over again like
0: yeah i would say that if you could play the uh tomb raider reboots without having to bump it down to like the easiest difficulty like if you can play any of those ones you're like oh i like those you'd be fine in this game with somebody who maybe is a little more familiar with you know Harder why, stuff.
1: Why Tomb Raider? Because
0: I feel like it plays similarly. It's a third-person action. It's a lot of dodging okay, and rolling yeah. and moving around bad guys and stuff. You're fighting multiple guys at the same time. I feel like that's a good analogy I, I to I sneak gameplay.
1: in that game first. Oh, yeah. yeah. For if yeah, you're you a really sneaky can. person, I don't know if you can use okay, that as the equivalent. Yeah. Maybe
0: Gears of War. I just can't. I don't play Xbox games, so I don't know what the newer Gears are like difficulty-wise. Yeah. But, but that's probably a good But But if, if
1: you're into bloodborne style games oh yeah then
0: you you'll probably well, have already heard of this yeah.
1: yeah well i don't know you think that's
0: so? why i popped up on my, my radar okay yeah.
1: well if you're into that style of game or even if you're not and you've wanted to try them and you want some yeah, kind of like entry level Soul's um game. yeah and this i think definitely is your gateway into that don't expect expect Bloodborne to be as cute as this. Um,
0: And I would go to that one next too. As somebody who's played a lot of From Software games, people like to have a lot of debates about difficulty of those games. I definitely would go to Bloodborne after this too and not one of the Souls games. The Dark Souls games have so many like just obscure things that make no real sense that you really need to find from a wiki that can make them super frustrating and Sekiro I I don't know how people put them on the same level is I think way more difficult. Like Bloodborne is mostly just you bait enemies into trying to hit you and and then you dodge them and then you hit them, and that's yeah. really the whole game of that. Um, for you just have to figure out their attacks. Whereas I felt like Sekiro was really difficult, and um, and I feel like the Soul games are really obscure, <laughs> like obtuse. Just you're like, why is this how you do this? Um, so yeah, I would definitely go that one next, but yeah, um, I do think this is a great gateway into it. All right, four out of five sounds good to me. Yeah, I, think that's I, fair. I
1: do. I'm, I'm trying to think also, like, it's clear that the dev team. Made this with co-op in mind.
0: Right. Like, you can
1: play on your own, and that's fine. You know, you don't need anyone to play. But if you wanted to play with people, it's not... It wasn't an afterthought. They want... Except for the (laughs) last. I don't want to get too much into it, but... The last boss, yeah. I feel like they kind of just dropped off and were like, whatever.
0: Yeah, it was a massive difficulty spike. And I don't know if we're missing something, too. We we actually, this is probably, we should say this in the interest of being open <laughs> and transparent, we actually didn't finish the game. We, we got to the final together. boss and, it, and we had a really difficult time killing the final boss because of the way they handled that fight. It caused it to not allow you to rely on one person at all in that fight. You had yeah. to... It didn't work, so it was a strange choice. And um, it w- and I-, I had seen talks when I had been googling this that they might change it, and we have not gone back to the game. It could have been patched. I should have probably looked that up because mm. uh, there was some talking about that about whether or not they were going to change that. Because everybody says that that has yeah. a massive difficulty. Because it wasn't
1: like blocks. we had played the whole time and we were having trouble and we had to keep going back. It was like we played. There were and only a couple of times with that it, we had a hard the per- time. The perfect, like you right. know. Progression the entire right, time. Right, the
0: hardest bosses I think took us three or four tries. I don't think we ever were stuck on something much more. Than yeah,
1: that. and yeah. then the final boss was just so,
0: okay. Yeah,
1: and I think it had to do with us maybe playing together and mm-hmm. not you know not being able to rely on each other yes, for that last that's what boss. I mean. yeah. It was just yeah, they was a little strange. Yeah, but i the rest of the game they definitely right had it in mind the entire time it was so well balanced i think four out of five
0: yeah i think that's yeah. fair also could
1: we pause it
0: we, could you pause the game yeah i don't remember i don't think so you can't even pause the dark souls game sekiro is the first one you can even pause i um
1: i'm big into being able to pause it if I, you don't want remember.
0: To. I don't think you could it was just very easy to find safe spots yeah think i'm thinking that too yeah Because you could cover each other pretty easily and like there was enough – like the enemies weren't too wandering. There were also a lot of save – They're not like hunting you.
1: There were a lot of um, save areas like you could do a one-time save somewhere or you can go back. Yeah, there were like –
0: the crystals were basically Yeah, yeah, you could teleport to different ones just like the way you can in, I don't know, most of the Souls games. I don't don't remember which ones you can – teleport from the beginning there was a mini map
1: too you could find each other very easily yeah yeah you
0: never really get that lost and some of the environments were kind of mazy too because it's not open world they're very much more like a track um, like the environments going down
1: city streets and like alleys but they end up
0: being more like a Borderlands level where there's like different ways to well actually it's not a good example because Borderlands kind of is open too this is less it's more restrictive than that for sure um, but, yeah, there were, like, kind of narrow way, little different paths and ways you can go. I mean, the easiest way for somebody to get an idea of that, yeah. just pull up a YouTube video. It'll yeah. be so much faster than my words. <laughs> All
1: right. I'm saying four out of five, though.
0: All right. We're going to do one last break because I've been drinking a lot of water and I probably need to go pee. <laughs> and we're back with our third and final segment. So, Lauren, what what is quiplash?
1: So... If you're not familiar with the Jackbox games... um, Then
0: what is wrong with you? Where have you been?
1: What is wrong with you? Especially if you're like a board game, party game, or you just like have parties at your house. Or if you
0: have a bunch of people at your house and they all seem bored and this happens on a regular basis, (laughs) then this is why. (laughs) This is what you've been doing wrong. This
1: is like... People come to our house if we're having a boring party, or even if we're not. But <laughs> Why do we be having a boring party? <laughs> if people start to get bored, it's like, just go turn on Jackbox and like let them go. So, um, Jackbox is...
0: I hope you're ready to field all the questions, by the way, by all the people listening to this podcast. Who are our friends going, um, you guys are having parties? Why have I not heard about these? Okay,
1: <laughs> you don't need to have parties, though. Um,
0: Watch her wiggle out of <laughs>
1: Well, no, you just right, weren't invited.
0: That's the answer. Right
1: now, we have coronavirus <laughs> epidemic going up. Mm epidemic pandemic Pan- pandemic oh
0: my god you can call it an epidemic and then laugh but jesus
1: <laughs> okay um, this is serious Pan-
0: oh it is pretty serious yeah, yeah it's pretty serious like this my point. students might be listening to this because they're like i just miss cooper so much that i had to hear his voice and that's really creepy stop doing that
1: <laughs> yeah do they know about the podcast
0: <laughs> a couple of them do yeah okay. they just stalk me i can't stop them mm-hmm.
1: oh, well, no
0: uh, i'm not giving you a shout out stop yelling
1: all right so jackbox is amazing um Basically, what all you need is to buy the game one time. Not everyone needs it. Um, and it's just on one device. And when I say device, it literally can be anything. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I think can. it runs on
0: Nick's fridge. Yeah. yeah,
1: like, oh, no, I think it does too. <laughs> Samsung fridges that have the screens, yeah. Um,
0: they going to be mad that we shattered that out, though, because I think he's had all kinds of problems with those devices.
1: Mm, I don't know. So but
0: Don't give them more money.
1: Um. So, yeah, it's on like... Apple TV sticks Amazon fire sticks but we've any kind of sticks
0: you find laying around yeah outside. you can it's just fun. pick up
1: a stick and yeah. it's on there um, you buy it one time on there or you could buy it on multiple devices you do have to buy it more than one time if you're buying it on multiple devices um, but we usually play on PlayStation. I know it's on Switch, I what think, also.
0: Everybody's shocked to find out we play
1: on PlayStation. <laughs> we play everything on PlayStation. Um, but yeah, it, you can have it on your MacBook, whatever computer you have. I think um, that is the Steam. new one,
0: actually, the MacBook whatever. <laughs> that's, that's the rate at which they're upgrading them anyways. This <laughs> is like MacBook whatever, I don't
1: know. Um, so you have one game, um... These are the people who do You Don't Know Jack also. So if back in the day you were a You Don't Know Jack fan, um, this is what they do now. Um, So they have... I think that they still have some standalone games, but mostly it converted over this thing called the Jackbox Party Packs, which is basically... I'm going to say five games, maybe more, um, that are individual games. Some of the games are... Maybe you are not that into them, but there's usually a couple that are- In um, each pack, you're
0: saying there's like yeah, a bundle of games.
1: Yeah, it's all bundle games. You buy the whole thing, and some of them we're not as into, but then there's other ones that are gold. And like, they're not
0: usually full price, right? They come out at 25 bucks, 30 bucks. I want to say, yeah. Something like that. Yeah,
1: and then the, there's always discounts. Or five and or five $5. When they first come out, we buy them right away, they're- they're mm. on the higher end, like, but not even that high, like thirty bucks. Considering right. a bunch of people are buying it. Then if you wait it. a
0: little bit, you can pay off for ten or whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. So they always are doing sales, not always, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if they're always doing a sale, Lauren. That's just the price.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So these are great. Um. And then everyone who is available and at your party um, just plays on their own device so it could be a phone it could be an iPad i think you could even just like hook your laptop up and yeah. you just connect to the you internet you just need a web browser the great thing is that you do not need to download an app so you literally just need a device tell all your party guests With to an bring internet connection. yeah to bring their phones charged because we have a tendency to have people who don't right. bring their phones charged. But our
0: couch has USBs. So we're very prepared.
1: Well, <laughs> we haven't had a party since. We had USBs <laughs> in the couch. But people like congregate near the power strip and they're charging right. their phone when you guys should know and at some point we're going to play this. Should um, <laughs> Yeah. Now you so they just connect to your internet. They go on the web browser. They type in the code that's on the screen and then they're all set up to play. So the specific game that I want to talk about in the party packs um it originally was a standalone game so you would just buy the one game um is called quiplash
0: i think it's the strongest one in the jackbox series personally yeah
1: I think it's that it's and maybe a
0: trivia murder or whatever
1: if yeah. you have played cards against humanity um, things I think it's like a combination of the both of those mm. so it's well,
0: yeah just to be clear Lawrence talking about a different game called things. things I could see how somebody could hear things. cards against humanity and things <laughs> and not realize that it was two different games things yeah. the board
1: game so cards against <laughs> humanity um, Basically, you everyone's put gets a prompt, and then you're putting in one of the cards from your hand. Things everyone gets a prompt, and they hand write um, one of yeah. You know, it's definitely an more answer. like that for sure. But yeah. the thing with things is we don't play it the conventional oh, way. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And normally, when you play, I'm going to just call it things the board game. I think it's called <laughs> that. Things the board game um, is that you have to guess who wrote what, which is a little bit not. Um,
0: As funny because you're trying to hide instead of trying to make the person laugh.
1: But also because if you're playing with a group of people that doesn't know each other very Mm. well, it's harder for whoever's, like, the random random stranger who doesn't know your friends, basically. like I'm
0: going to guess that you wrote, you're going to find ChapStick in your mom's purse. You know what I mean? And you're like, no, that was somebody else that said ChapStick. Oh, clearly,
1: they love ChapStick. How did you know that? Oh, you're not their friend. like. (laughs) You
0: you're not my friend <laughs> don't use my chapstick yeah <laughs> but right um, it's not as funny but
1: yeah so basically you get a prompt um, and you write do you need an uh, example
0: I, uh, Lauren told me to prepare an example right wait, as we were wait, starting wait hold on so I, it was not very creative
1: <laughs> <laughs> hold on so it's not like everyone plays at the same time um, you get a prompt and then you're head to head against somebody else so Some, somebody
0: else has that same prompt yeah. and you don't know who
1: you don't know who has the same prompt as you and I think you get two prompts depending yes. on which round you're in there's multiple rounds and you
0: don't get battled against the same person for both of them too yeah. again you don't know who has Unless the same don't prompt have as you you
1: a lot of people I guess that you could happen yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, so go ahead, give us your prompt.
0: Oh, so here's my example prompt because I've really had no time, so this is going to sound nowhere near as clever as you're expecting. Um, so the prompt would be like I hope my parents never find out about the time I blank. And then you're supposed to write something on your phone while somebody else in the room is also writing something on their phone, and you don't know who you're being battled against. So you think you're real clever, and you're like, I'm going to write, oh, I hope my parents never find out about the time I pooped my pants. But then the other person was one step ahead of you, and they wrote, pooped my mom's pants. So then when they get battled against each other, I really laugh way more at the idea that the parents never find out that they pooped your mom's pants, and they all vote for that one. And you yeah. get quiplashed, which or means that they get all Or if you think that's points. kind of rude, you might vote the other one. No. <laughs> like, your mom's poor pants. Then she had to get the stain remover. (laughs) This is horrible. I'm going to vote for the other one. Poop your own pants. (laughs)
1: Usually when we play, um, we have to set the tone of the room based on who's around. Because this
0: can get real dirty real fast. I mean, I hope my parents never found out about the time I blank. You can get real crazy with
1: that. But if you're playing with like...
0: Right. You're like, cut up my neighbors into tiny little cubes and put them in the cooler and then they all ate them. And like some you, people
1: are like dark. Right. Like that's, that's way offensive. too dark
0: for them. Yeah. Right. Right. Meanwhile, we just played the forest, so that's just what's coming out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you kind of have to read the room and sometimes you're like, Are we ready to get to that level yet? Like mm. everyone's played a few rounds. Right. Like when do we ramp it up, you know? Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much the game. Um
0: and it's pretty fun. And if you have a group of people who are, you know, at least semi comedians, you you will piss your pants laughing sometimes. Oh, yeah. Too? should I edit that? <laughs> you will pee your pants laughing sometimes for sure. Lauren's giggling because there was an edit in there that you guys didn't hear where I didn't use the word pee, and then I wasn't really sure. I don't know <laughs> I don't know the FCC regulations regarding what's a. I mean I'm a high school teacher, it's horrible. But yeah.
1: I think you can say that. <laughs> mm
0: to all right. Um, Pee your pants. You can talk about cannibals, but you can't <laughs> say you know, alternate words for urination.
1: So, um, so yeah, it, it it's definitely a game where you can have fun, whether or not you're making it family friendly, or you have the worst friends ever who are gonna
0: just write horrible stuff. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, it definitely um, it's fun, no matter if, no matter what, um, yeah. and. They eventually added the standalone game to one of the party packs and made what are it the like.
0: differences between the different Quiplashes too? Yeah. Because I feel like I could imagine somebody going to buy this and then going, why is there a standalone one? Then there's a pack with one in it. Then there's a pack with, I think it's called Quiplash XL. And I'm genuinely asking you this because yeah. I don't know okay. the answers to these questions. So
1: <laughs> there's Quiplash, the original standalone one. Okay. That's by itself. And that's itself. what we just described. Well, all of them are very Uh, similar. I think we described all of them.
0: Okay. None Um, of it was unique.
1: Yeah. So there's Quiplash um, standalone. Then there's a pack that has something called Quiplash XL, which you should just buy that pack. There's no reason to buy the standalone other than the fact that it came out first. So that was the first um, Quiplash that was ever available. The XL means it includes the standalone and has a couple of, well... Some extra prompts. So we- I think,
0: is that when they added in the crowd too?
1: Yes, but I okay. think they might've also added that to Because that's on. a useful
0: feature for you guys yeah. to know about too. So
1: you you're, you're jumping ahead.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to mention the crowd <laughs> word.
1: <laughs> yeah, the crowd book got to the crowd. So um, <laughs> so then there's a, a a pack that came later on that has Quiplash 2, which is the sequel. And um, the sequel lashes. has completely different prompts. From
0: oh, but that Quiplash. is the main difference—just different prompts. Yeah.
1: So okay. if you buy Quiplash XL, it actually includes the standalone Quiplash, so you shouldn't buy both of them. Okay. Um, it's ex- it's like standalone plus a bunch of extra prompts. Quiplash Two is uh, completely different prompts. They all, except possibly the standalone, which you shouldn't buy, um, they all have the crowd. So the, I think they call it the audience. Yeah. Mm. So all these games you can have from three to eight players, right? So the, once you get past eight players, if anyone joins um, by connecting, they'll get added to the audience. And all that means is that they can vote and they can participate, but they can't write their own prompts. So you can get—I want to say maybe it's up to a thousand players. I I'm not it was positive. Two hundred
0: on those ones, but they might have upped it more later on. I will we'll look it up. When it first, when they first, the crowd feature first came out, I think that was the magic number. But yeah, I mean, yeah. a crazy amount for sure, though, yeah. and, and that affects the point. So, in other words, if if people are voting between the poop my pants and poop my mom's pants, uh-huh. it will come down to whoever had the most votes, including all of the audience. So the audience is heavily right. involved in the game. They're just not writing prompts so that you don't have millions of prompts. So you know? the
1: audience capacity is ten thousand. Now, oh my god! <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow, that um, must they be might, from Twitch. They might be and all different. That. Yeah, that's awesome. That
1: might be different across the. The different versions, yeah. These all can be
0: Twitch streamed, and they have versions yeah. for Twitch streaming that will add much longer delay,
1: yeah. So, the the stream settings. Um, you can add family friendly, which I guess gets rid of detectable curses. Mm. Um, and then they have extended timers, so that means that um, it'll put extra time. Um, when you're writing your prompts so that if there's any delay in your stream, you don't have to worry about that. We sometimes put that on too if we have non-technologically savvy people. Oh, they're not playing.
0: comfortable like typing fast or they're like yeah. constantly uh, giving it their attention then not giving it their attention. Right. It could help to give them two minutes yeah. to come up with a couple of So they of have extra ideas.
1: time to write their prompts. Um, sometimes people don't realize there's two prompts and then we're like, hey, who are we waiting on kind yeah. of thing? And they have the extra time. Um, I think in most, uh, you could also pause it Probably.
0: Yeah. Um, At least on PlayStation you can. I, I could see that being yeah. different on some of the other devices. Right?
1: I think on the PC and yeah, the Mac sure you can TV, too. Yeah. I don't know how you'd control the I meant like on ones. if you're on
0: it. Right. Apple TV um, or something. I have no idea.
1: But if you need to, you can pause it and just wait for that last person so they don't feel bad. But yeah, this this game I've definitely seen on streams that it's a lot of fun. So uh, if you... And that's a, an easy way to see
0: it too if you're thinking about buying it. Yeah. You just want go to follow some the stream.
1: Like. Um Definitely now with coronavirus going on everyone getting quarantined, if you want to play a long-distance game and you're not really into shooters, oh, you're yeah. not into – like you're a board game person or you're – I would highly recommend buying, you know, Quiplash or any of these other pa- uh, packs. Yeah, they're very
0: social. Like you're playing yes. with your friends and you're using generated content that you guys are coming up with, which right, right is a lot more – yeah
1: yeah so if you can't leave your house, this is a really like great right way out. to interact with people right. and you're you
0: get into a voice chat with each other and stuff too, so right. you're like you know laughing and carrying on like you're hanging out together right yeah.
1: I've also house. seen um when the team so there's also a quiplash coming out in this fall, so um so the that have any
0: differences or that's two.
1: They haven't really announced... That's three. Oh, okay. They haven't really announced any specifics about that, other than this is going to be a new pack that okay. comes out so in the fall. so obviously
0: new prompts, but beyond that, we don't know.
1: Right? Yeah, so new prompts. There's going to be other games in the pack that they haven't announced yet, um, but I do suggest following them. Jackbox Games, I don't... Twitter find them. their Twitter. It's probably um, that. F- The Jackbox games on Twitter, they will give updates where they announce uh, any new games that are going to be in the pack. Um, you should definitely go back and look at some of the other games. Um, we'll probably talk about them in another podcast, but uh, if you follow Jackbox on Twitter, um, they... Periodically and especially getting closer to when they are launching one of the party yeah, packs at Jackbox Games at Jackbox Games. So okay, so follow them. Um, you will be able to follow along with some of their streams where they're play testing these games going out. So um, you can join as the audience, um, be part of one of their streams, and you'll get to see like all this, you know, the new games, the Quiplash. Um, they're technically playtesting as a stream for themselves. Um, so I do that every once in a while and just join in. And mostly, you get in the audience because <laughs> there's so many people following the stream. Yeah. Um, but well, they they accept questions. Uh, there's some great guys who are just up there. Um, that are really just trying to get feedback on any of these games too. So, uh, saw a bunch
0: of people on their Twitter playing uh playing it with Google Hangouts open. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're like basically skyped all in with each other, um, and then playing it, you know, with their friends because they're all stuck in their houses right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, One of the other things I just wanted to point out for the sequel, so Quibblash Two, was that they added in uh, you can make custom episodes. So that's oh, yeah. We
0: never used that. Yeah.
1: But. So if you have like, I'm just gonna, for example, give like a bachelorette party, mm-hmm. or like you're having a Halloween party, or you can write your own episodes in there, and then you generate your code. So you can um, like
0: roast somebody through the questions. Basically. Yeah. Because the game does it automatically sometimes. That was one of the differences I think in two, where it'll randomly grab one of your usernames and be like, you know, uh, what would horrify Lauren if she walked into her house and. Saw like it'll grab like somebody's username as part of a right. prompt, but right if you're saying if you write want to write your own to so like really kind of right. you know
1: sometimes we also write weird usernames and mm-hmm.
0: right oh yeah and then always. we're really
1: confused about I mean, who yeah. they are.
0: I I couldn't even say any of the usernames that I usually generate. They're if always, you
1: write your own name as your username, you basically. Right get made fun of right yeah because, nobody's just like all right i'm yeah.
0: warren that's my name
1: yeah <laughs> um, so, but again you
0: got to know the room that you're in you know yeah. the group that you're with too this is great for finding out who's a psycho in your family
1: yes exactly Secretly,
0: serial killer. but
1: um sometimes from the jackbox twitter i know that they post their own cu- custom episodes too that are like holiday themed or i mean they probably had one for Pi Day or, you know, weird things like that, too. Mm. Um, and then you could share your episodes um, also. Uh, and, yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a great game. Um,
0: Are you going to give it a co Since you're really <laughs> into this whole numbered rubric system? You could tell Lauren was a professional student <laughs> once upon a time over here. The two majors and the two um, minors. and the
1: I don't really know if I necessarily would give this like a uh, I mean, I feel like it's for everyone.
0: Mm.
1: It's not in the typical sense of like... How like you're saying they would have to hate fun
0: to... in order to hate this game? <laughs> yeah. I can see people who are very not creative or very insecure about their creativity not oh. liking this game because I've seen that before. Yeah, where somebody's clearly uncomfortable because they don't want to have to come they, up with ideas. They and They do makes have them the
1: um, do the prompt. F- um, do the thing right for generate you. it. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's a button you can press where if you can't think of anything, they'll make one up for you.
0: But that's the thing is, I feel like if you just write something really dumb, throw in some typos, people oh, will pee themselves laughing yeah. anyway. it's there been times
1: where we've had typos. The funniest
0: thing, yeah. It's and just those, because, or something and got cut off and you just hit send anyway. And it's like, yeah.
1: Get ready though right. also for- if you write one thing, it could be the whole rest of the God, night. I mean, people you and Nick
0: that okay, do this, so Nobody else does this because you guys love repeating <laughs> jokes. So one time Lauren just whips out moist lemons and that's it. Every answer just has something about moist lemons in it.
1: Yeah. It was moist lemons was funny and I didn't realize that that was going to catch on.
0: It didn't. You made it catch on. You just <laughs> hammered it into people's heads. That's not catching on.
1: <laughs> I... Or the
0: humble bucket. One time it was just pouring rain and a sad humble bucket. That's what you wrote. And then why? <laughs> And then that's it. The whole rest of the night was just this such and such Everyone humble bucket. really
1: liked that. They really found that funny. And then I found other people were using in their prompts. <laughs> She's
0: pointing at me while she says pretending this Pretending to be me.
1: And then you didn't know which humble bucket was. Which one's it was. the real
0: humble bucket.
1: One of the funnier things though too is when people... Write very similar answers mm-hmm. and they're head to head against each other.
0: Yeah, and you don't know. Like it just. you like,
1: how did they both yeah, write? Their that? brains
0: went to the same place. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then one of them's a little bit dirtier. That one usually wins. Or it just has
0: some weird punctuation, and that's yes. enough to send it over, you know.
1: Emojis yeah. that turn into just text on the <laughs> screen. Um, but yeah, so. I I mean, I don't want to give this a rating because I feel like there are people who don't like regular games that would like this. If you like board games, you'd definitely be into this. Um, if you are not really a board game person, but you find that you enjoy, like, apples to apples, uh, cards against humanity type thing, you'd be into this. If you are getting drunk with your friends one night... Um, You'd be looking for something to do other
0: than just talk, you know, about people or whatever people talk about when they're just sitting there. If you you got new people
1: that are meeting each other for the first time at your party, they will bond over this game. And Mm -hmm. then the next time they see each other, they're going to mention one of the prompts (laughs) and
0: (laughs) Captain Humble Bucket.
1: Yeah, you'll never go without the Humble Bucket.
0: (laughs) All right, did you have anything else you want to add on that? No. Or you want to wrap this train up because this one, this, real long. This
1: one's probably a five.
0: Uh, you're just giving it the five?
1: <laughs> I'm giving it a three. I, I don't think it, yeah.
0: It, it's beyond scorability. It's, it's it.
1: unscorable. Yeah. it's just Play this with your friends. You'll see who's creative, who's funny.
0: And that's all that really matters in life, yeah. finding out who's creative and funny. If yeah. they're not creative and funny, then what's the point? They
1: get out of our parties. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then why bother? <laughs> All right, well, I mean, I guess that wraps up our second episode of the, uh, the Go Game Together podcast, where we talk about cooperative things and fun things to do together. Um, if you like the podcast, Lauren, do you know the social medias off the top of your head to send them to? Because hmm. we've actually had quite a few people contacting us asking about things. So if you have questions for us or things, Lauren, where should they come find you? Because Lauren's handling all, all that stuff.
1: Instagram, Twitter facebook you're just
0: late you're just listing. they're
1: all at the same thing
0: oh okay i think we're just listing the social medias (laughs) like they didn't know what those things were no so guys this week we're going to talk about twitter (laughs) and what twitter is in case anybody has not heard
1: we're at go game together
0: That's it. Just everywhere. at Go Game Together. At yeah. Go
1: Game Together. Yeah,
0: you're a real professional through and through. I made
1: line. sure that we were yeah. going to get the same handle everywhere. GGT. Um, we also have our Trello setup. up. So uh, that is also in any of the Is there some social place medias? that they can see some yes. kind of
0: explanation of what that is because I can see somebody's hearing we have our Trello set up and being like, I, that doesn't mean anything. It's
1: basically to me. our website, but I got lazy and we wanted to make a database for any of the games that we had mentioned on. the show um they'll have a little orange tag um on the the card um so each of them have a picture of the the game we have it all separated into different genres and you can search um by the labels i'm not using the correct terminology but you can filter by the labels um so that you can you know look for just PS4, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, Mac or PC, um, and then all of our lists are based on what genre the game is. Um, if they have the orange label, that means we feature so them in a podcast. Find
0: that. What's the easiest way for them to find the trailer?
1: So if you find us on any of the social media, oh, you have a link there. Okay. I have a link there. Um, that's the it's way to go. Linktr.ee linktree slash Go Game Together. But if you find us on anything else, that's where we're going to direct to. And that link basically has... First it has all of the different um, podcast services that we're affiliated with. Um, if you think of anywhere else you want to listen to us and And you're you, not finding us. Yeah, yeah, let us know. Let us know. We'll add it there. Um, then our Trello shows up, so you can click on there. Um, and then after that is all of our other social media. So... On Trello, um, if you want to just search for any games, um, that would be how you would do it. Um, we also have a few that haven't been uh featured in our podcasts um that we're just adding on just because we played them. Maybe eventually we'll add we'll talk about them in one of our podcasts. But um I tried to add a little bit extra, especially during this time, because I know a lot of people are looking for games to play together. Um so everything might not be featured, but if it is featured, We have just general info about the game, general gaming together info about the game, how many people can play it together, if you need multiple devices to play it together, or if it's local, things like that. Um, And at the bottom, if it is featured in a podcast, we direct you to which episode and what segment it is in. So you can go listen to that.
0: So if you're stuck in the house right now on self quarantine, then uh, just remember
1: go game together.